GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Wednesday, early break. Nick Sainert, Steve Sipple, and Eric Strickland joins us. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, good morning, Nick. How are yeah, we doing? I'm up early, man. Yes. Yeah, three-man crew early today. Break. We got a little three-man crew. Three-man crew. Strick, it's so nice of you to join us. Man, listen. Help us. The the um, I knew I knew the big fella, Jake, was, uh, I mean... Yeah, Big Jake. Big Jake. Big Jake. Uh, almost, almost. You're calling you know, Big my Jake. partner, my partner, Nate. So I almost said Nate, but yeah, yeah we do uh, this. I do that a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jake was out, so I, you know, I, I said, you know what, man, it might be a good time for me and Sip to catch up, and yep. And uh, you uh, welcomed me with open arms. Absolutely. Nick, so. Oh, we yeah. really it's do. Sip, triple pump, and Strick. Yeah, we call him. Tri- okay, now, now. Nick. Wait, is that, oh, is that need, coffee? Is that? Uh, no, no, no. So we need to give yeah, a little backstory. So Monday, yeah, we, do you want to do your get to know you yeah, session yeah. with so, Eric? Well, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But, well, Monday, we had a get to know you segment because it was our me and Sip's first show. And I told him how at my slow pitch softball game over the weekend, I triple pumped from second base and air mailed it into the dugout. Instead of throwing it right to the first baseman's glove, <laughs> and so he called. He started calling me triple pump. Strick knows if and you're triple pumping on a throw, you're yeah. in trouble. Here's the thing: I, I triple pumped. The reason I triple pumped was because the first baseman wasn't at the bag. She was time. late to the. Uh, bag. She was late to the bag, and uh, uh, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, that that that's that's worse than um, big uh, Charles Barkley's double pump. That's what I'm saying. Golf swing. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know what I don't know what it, it it reminds me kind of I don't know what happened to Markel folks I you know when okay. he first came into the mm-hmm. league he was a phenomenal yeah. player he, tremendous skill and something something happened to his free throw shooting. something in the matrix got thrown off what yeah the, what happened well is it that he went to Orlando. Uh, <sighs> He didn't. Did he go to Orlando? He didn't go to Orlando yeah. first, did he? No, 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 no. Was, no. It, was he, it Philly, right? Yeah, he yeah. got drafted by the the Seventy Sixers yeah. out of because he went to he was the Washington, Washington guy. Yeah, so then he got drafted first overall by the Sixers. Eventually, got traded to Orlando. Okay, that's. I don't know if it was a trade. I don't know if it was a plane flight. I don't know if it was a Jay Williams type of situation mm-hmm. where he fell off a bike or something. I, I or got hit. I don't know what it was, but it just. Are you the are you the Markel folks of softball? Now? No, I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, I did say that it might be time for me to hang up my cleats, just because I'm getting up there in age. <laughs> you're so 21. I feel. Isn't that I crazy? feel like I'm, you're 21. I feel like I'm getting older, so um, don't say it's that. probably time to hang up the cleats. So, well, the last time I played softball, I I I, I was playing, and it was actually here in Lincoln. Um, I'm going back. Balls hit deep. It's mm-hmm. a bomb. <laughs> But I'm I'm running back and I'm tracking and I get to the fence mm-hmm. and I back up on the fence. The fence collapses, <laughs> <laughs> so it goes in. I'm back. Yeah, like that's this. not good. That's, that's dangerous. It's not good. So then, it's what got, happened? You know, it's got the little the little you know cross spiky yes. things. I don't yes. know what you call them, and it freaking cuts my my forehead. Oh, 
And that's that's not a good part. look for the NBA yeah, player. No, that's not good. It was crazy. You're supposed <laughs> to be agile. I don't, I don't think I've played since. Well, really? if if you ever want to dabble once again in slow pitch softball, you know where to find me. <laughs> so I I have openings. We must right, say good morning. Pump. Good morning, Gus. Good morning to Gus. Gus, up, is, Gus? Gus isn't wearing a hat today. We have a big crew in here today. It is. There it is. This is there nice. Is. I like this. There's his uh, signature. What's his hat? What's the hat again? It's, I think it's, it's not rodeo. fishing. Uh, rodeo. Come on. That's rodeo. Right. Come on. Come on. Come on, Nick. Four-man crew. This was yesterday. This I, doesn't I feel like yesterday. summer. This feels like a fall day. Yeah. It's an exciting it's day. It's not Gus a bare bones silent crew. assassin over there. He just, yeah. He's got great communication. Yeah, look skills. at that. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, feel free to get in touch with the show. 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Sarder Heyman text line. Both those open for you. Got a full show ahead. Sean Callahan will join us at 630 to talk kind of Husker football. All good stuff there. Um, we'll definitely get to song of the day. I told Sip before the show. Third day of doing a show with Sipple. Third different genre that we're diving into for song of the day. So it's it's definitely questionable. So you're going, don't tell me. Are you I won't. Going, don't tell me. Are you going country? I don't know. Okay. Don't tell me. I, I won't tell you. If there's third different genre. So what what what's the what's the Will Smith genre? Will Smith get jiggy with it? Yeah. I, I would say it's it's Is that hip hop? Hip hop. And then the first <laughs> Eric, funny funny Will story. Smith. Yeah, Strick, Strick, you don't know this story. I I was down in Tanner's Bar and Grill in Overland okay. Park, Kansas on Friday night, and I sang karaoke to Getting Jiggy With It by Will Smith. And he no. walked around. And I walked around the entire bar, high-fiving people, never got people that. standing up in their seat. Oh, it was it was a heck of a time down you, you, in you a got random. You Jiggy? Yeah, yeah. What? It was, it it was unbelievable. What there about? A couple, couple crowning diets underneath me, but, you know, we were. Is there, there crowning diets? That's. That's where you go. I do go. That's that's where I drink. That's where you go. Okay, yeah. now what about what was Monday's song? Monday was Tush by ZZ Top. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. 1975 classic. All right, well, so I don't know, man. My favorite is Legs. I, I just okay. Oh, that is a good one. That's pretty I, good. I, I love that one's legs. good. Give me all your lovin's not not a bad one by yeah, yeah, ZZ yeah, Top. Solid. So, solid. it's all on the same album there. Yeah, they're all I just, it's just sort of the similar. The way they songs. sung that song, man. She got legs. <laughs> She knows. I should. <laughs> yeah. right, we are breaking I, out of the gate. I well should today. have. I should have used Strix's Strick's opinion or, or what he what song he wanted for questionable song of the day. It should be Strix's questionable song of the day. Um, but so folks will be able to rate rate it here in about forty five minutes or so about what song I chose. Third different genre for the third day. All right, let's get into show. this. I want to yeah. hear what Strick has to say about some. Things. Okay, so um, Sip and I were talking last night, and I came across this article. First reported by On3 uh, over some NIL stuff, and and it's headlined this. John Ruiz of LifeWallet met with NCAA to discuss NIL deals with Miami athletes. Now, John Ruiz is the CEO of LifeWallet, as I just said, and LifeWallet is the company that signed former Kansas State guard Nigel Pack, now current Miami guard Nigel Pack, to an $800,000 NIL deal over the course of two years that included a car. Now, what does all this mean? It sounds like Ruiz met voluntarily with the NCAA. It's just an inquiry. So the NCAA is just kind of making sure that they're on the same page with all their CEOs, um, with all the guys that are involved in the NIL deals. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the NCAA is, is starting to understand that they kind of need to regulate this thing a little bit. They need to get, they need to get some, some bit of a grip on this NIL thing because it's gotten dramatically out of hand. This is what 
the on three article says this is a critical paragraph this is the first move the ncaa has made in this new era of collegiate athletics and it sends a clear message to institutions that the organization will be <laughs> reinforcing its nil guidelines <laughs> uh, yeah yeah Fluff talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> well yes it is i mean it may, i think yeah I, you notice i chuckled when i when i read it yeah first of all first of all reinforcing the nca will be reinforcing its nil guidelines I, I, have they been enforced in the first no, place right. so i don't know if there's a reinforcement right i mean because back that back you know, almost now a full year ago when this whole thing was getting ready to roll, they were like, listen, we're going to step back. We're, we're, we do not. This is between you guys. This is between businesses and the athletes. And, and there's there's places like and companies like Open Doors that will be able to regulate it and will be able to make it everything legal. We don't want anything to do with this as an as the NCAA, as the governing body. We don't want anything to do with this NIL stuff. But now you're having guys where where a guy like Lincoln Riley might might have tampered with the whole thing and gotten with, that, with Jordan, with Jordan Addison. Addison. You're having that now. You're having Nigel Pack who left Kansas State and is signing a, an eight hundred thousand dollar deal over the course of two years with with Life Wallet down in Miami. And, and you're having multiple. You're, the the purpose of NIL is not to influence guys to leave schools. It's that, that's not that. that's not the purpose, but it feels like over the course of this offseason, especially, and, and maybe it's dramatic because it's the first offseason, but that's what it feels like so far through the first year. That's what it is. I mean, it says this too. This is now this stuff is interesting because it's, I don't know, it's just, I'll tell you why it's interesting after I read the graph. The NCAA, this is according to the On3 article. The NCA released updated NIL guidelines in early May stating collectives mm -hmm. are not to be involved in the recruiting process or in the transfer portal process. Collectives have pooled together funds to help bankroll teams. I mean, they're not you're not supposed to be to be able to induce a player to come to your school. <laughs> but, right. well, but come on. Right. That's what's happening. Right. How do you, and how do you regulate? How could the NCAA possibly enforce it? Uh, so, here's here's my thought. Well, two things. First, mom, um, dad, I, I think you planted a stricky seed a little bit too early. <laughs> um, so, okay. if we could have waited, maybe Wait. NIL would have been a great option for uh, right. the Strickland family. Yep, um, yep. But um, nonetheless, <clears throat> I think I think that the NCAA, as I remember and I recall had tremendous bite it was a, it was like a rottweiler it did back in in the times when we were mm -hmm. so you're through. talking the 90s yeah you know strix 80s, last 90s. year was the 96 you know what I mean? maybe even in the 2000s and it seems like they've become a chihuahua for for some reason like, like yeah. a lot of a lot of me 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 but no no Not much no bite. bite to it no right? bite and no consistency exactly no zero seems, consistency you know we talked about yes. the hokey, yeah. you know, situation. You talk about things that are going on with Saban. You talk about most likely big programs, i.e., your Kansases. And mm -hmm. anytime it's a, oh, yeah. a super program, yeah. they normally just don't get the yeah. same look that they'll throw it on a Kansas State or they'll throw it on uh, UTEP. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. They'll hit those type of programs. But see, when you're the cleanest program in the nation like Nebraska, you don't have to worry about that. But nonetheless. 
this you they, they I think, and I know that it's going to only create more problems. It's going to compound it. I think there needs to be something that minimizes the entry, some form of a cap limit on okay. entry. Okay. And yeah, that makes because sense. then you must have to get on campus. You must mm-hmm. have to put your product on the field and you must have to prove yourself and your worth before you come to a campus okay. getting through two, yeah. three million dollars, a house, two cars, and you end up Spencer Rattler with a huge deal yeah. and you don't even freaking be the starting or, quarterback. Or or you end up like Quinn Ewers yeah. who who yeah. left high school early just to sign the one million dollar NIL deal with Ohio State. If you yeah. talk to people up there, they Ryan Day and staff did not want Quinn Ewers up there that soon. They wanted him in there at, at the normal time so that because he wasn't going to be the starter. Yeah. They didn't want him at that that moment. And, yeah. and that's why you never heard about him at Ohio State. He literally left high high school solely for NIL with no intention of actually truly competing for the starting job. And now he transferred real quick. Mm-hmm. And with the the with no for, you know, waiver or excuse me, no uh, sit out rule with transfers. He's going to be able to play just fine and hit another nil lick. exactly and at a place like Texas, up. where if you look at yeah, Texas, yeah, I mean, making, yeah, he has that. He has he'll make another million. He, I think he has an Aston Martin that has burnt orange le- leather or interior. It's customized out for him down in Austin, and him and Bajan Rob Bajan Robinson, the running back, drives Lamborghini. a Lambo, and, and I mean, they are they're they're rolling in it down at Texas. Yeah. Okay, but that's I guess part of what we're but no the product. Word Bingo. Well, but John Robinson has saying. a product, well, he but Quinn Ewers does not. Facts. He has okay. zero product. So people understand, and, and I think you got to remind people, it's NIL was not designed to be a recruiting inducement, right. and it's not exactly. supposed to be pay for play. Mm-hmm. But uh, by the way, I have no problem with either of those. If it is a recruiting inducement, I think it's okay. And if it's pay for play, I think it's okay. You just got to say what it is. Bingo. You ha- there's there has yeah. to be not not transparency, but just understanding across the board. And if if you're going if you're going to use it as that tool, go all in on it. Right. Just, don't just don't say do what this, it is. This half stuff where right. you're like this feels illegal, so we probably shouldn't do it. But hey, man. We have a way that through That's collectives, why I think you if can... you're going to be the in NCAA, if yeah. you're going to be that body and get some bite back, you have to put some limits on it. I mean, I'll, entry I'll, limits. Okay. That way, the board across the board is is even for all parties. Right now, it. and what what Strick is suggesting would help the NCAA. It would yeah. make it easier to enforce. Yeah, I'm not. Now, I'm a little different than most people. I'm not. I'm not blaming the NCA for all this. No. Now there's a no. there's there's yeah. there's now they were late seven years ago. They should have been seven eight years ago. They yeah. should have been trying to get a handle on it. But we media fans, a lot of us, pushed this through so fast. I think the NCA just threw up his hands and said, "I, I, I what, what can we do? Mm-hmm. We don't have the enforcement staff to handle it." But what Strick is suggesting would would alleviate some of the problems right out of the gate. I don't know. They're going to have to come up with something. Something. I yeah. mean, it can't I, be I, what it is. Right now, it's the Autobahn, <laughs> to me. Yeah. It's like you're you're in a Lambo and a You can go any speed limit yes. you want. Yeah, that's what's right going now. on. That's I, what's going on. How do we feel? I mean, does the does the integrity of, of, of the student part come into this at all? Like, are we worried about Strict. school in, in this whole thing? Because I, I was kind of, before this article even came out, I was thinking about this just on my own time. And the other day, I was like, "Man, what if what if athletes had to maintain a certain GPA 
like to to receive Ooh, nil money. That's a good thought. And now, like, what if they had to main like I, I don't know how feasible Whoa. or sustainable it would be, but what if they had to maintain a certain GPA? Because well, then you're not, not then you're not like okay. Now what? There, now what I'm, I'm trying to think what an attorney would say. Exactly. You. That's the part. Exactly. Right? And that and that's where I'm Legalities. like is is that sustainable? Right. Is is that actually feasible to where it would? Where where students would act, I mean figure out because you hear Marcus Marcus Freeman I don't know if you guys read about that yesterday Marcus Freeman is is coming out saying all the guys at Ohio State where he went to school he t- was taking shots at Ohio State yesterday in a recruiting standpoint saying you can go to Ohio State take easy online classes and and just pass with with no problem and so like there's there's that nugget to to take into account but like if we're if we're worried about keeping the integrity of a student athlete. Mm-hmm. What if they need to maintain a certain GPA sure. to earn NIL money? I, you know, I, what, when you're talking, it makes me think about the Ben Simmons Showtime, mm-hmm. um, that, that documentary on Ben Simmons, and he just openly said, now this isn't an NIL related. NIL yeah. wasn't yeah. in place. He was just getting paid. Yeah. Um, and he, he just said, why would I go to class? I don't want to go. Why, why would I? Why, why would exactly. I? Exactly. Like, why, why do I got to bother with that? Why would Quinn Ewers right now, Go to class. Go to class. <laughs> yeah. Now, now somebody would say, now, now I get it to a point. Somebody might say oh, because wow. he needs his education, because you want a degree, right? That's the that's just a cliche word. But go ahead. <laughs> say, I, mean, I was gonna say, do, do you? Well, do you? Well, in this world, I think it's important to have a a degree. I do, and I would hope somebody's telling him that, because that that million is going to be a half million after the IRS gets it. And after and, and who knows what what a kid's gonna do with a million? I don't know what kind of family situation he has, but I but I but I'm going I'm just gonna go to myself, nineteen year old, eighteen year old, simple, mm-hmm. with a million dollars in his pocket. I wasn't going near a classroom. Well, no, no way. Well, because when you're I didn't have well, that much. kind of money, but I had money. Yeah, because I played baseball, so I, I yeah, but that's I, I I would venture to say that's the difference between. And, and I'm not going to throw just across the board statement. I'm I'm just saying there is some differences in in the mentalities. Even though I had that, it was for me the drive of wanting to get that paper, because to me, school is something, or that paper, or that that diploma is something that says no one can ever take that away from you. That's, they that's, can always say you're a jock. That's my initial athlete. point. Yeah, a degree's important. It, it, for me, it was that important. So even though I, I, I had got baseball bonus money and mm-hmm. I had money, it, it still was an important element to me. That needs to be said. And, you know, when, when, when I got hit, because I was tired, I, I played, I would play baseball, so I would literally go in the summer, uh, leave right after school was over, go to extended spring. I would play up until, you know, uh, school started. Florida Marlins. Yeah. And then I would come here, and the sun is out. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I know what winters are going to be in Nebraska. And I would find out that, man, I don't, I don't feel like going to class today. And then that probation hit. <laughs> yeah. And when that probation hit. And it was like, ooh, my eligibility is at stake. Okay. I need academic to, probation. Academic probation. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I need to get in here and really mm-hmm. get after it. And it ultimately became an, uh, an, an academic all big eight. But that that initial phase of feeling that pressure of yeah. knowing that my 
eligibility was at stake. Maybe that needs to be more enforcement back on that's the eligibility standpoint. Yeah, so yeah, like, that's interesting. I, I feel like there's probably a lot of the there, there's a lot of hoops to jump through. I'm, I'm sure, like you said, from a legal standpoint. I don't know. I don't know if there's legalities involved with that. I don't. I, I not wonder with eligibility about status if because you, I mean, you would think you get on court. now. Now, granted, you can say that it's just all a money grab and that the money's the main driver here for the companies. But you, if you think about it, I mean, if if your athlete that you're signing is maintaining a 3.9 GPA, that's just a better look for you. It, like it, It's a better look for your business, e- even though Absolutely. at the end of the day, you it's all about money. It's all about what well, how much money can this athlete make me as a business owner and things like that. But if, if you're able to boast that you're, you're, you signed an athlete to a $1 million NIL deal and they've carried a 4.0 GPA their entire four-year collegiate career, well, then maybe there's there's a little bit better of a look um, from on the outside perspective. And maybe I don't think I'm being naive in saying that because I think there are folks out there that actually truly do care about keeping the integrity of being a student athlete. And you always hear the cliche term student first before the athlete. And this offseason, it's really felt like it's gotten jumbled and mumbled and bumbled. I, I, and I it's switched around hey, to, to where it's an athlete. Hey, Nick, I appreciate you saying that. And now, for people just joining us, the reason we're talking about this is John Ruiz, who's a Miami businessman, met with the NCAA just as, I mean, just, I mean, they're not, the NCAA isn't going after John Ruiz, Mm -hmm. they're just, they're having a healthy dialogue. John Ruiz, (laughs) John Ruiz allocated $10 million to spend on compensating student athletes at Miami because, because he wants Miami to win. Mm-hmm. So he is he has signed more than 110 active Miami athletes to marketing Jeez. deals to promote two of his companies, Life Wallet and Cigarette Racing. That's according to the On Three article. So yeah, I, and I'm all for this. I mm-hmm. I think it's I'm good. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's good. I think now, I think paying student athletes is good the way it's happening right now is odd i agree and flawed and i think the ncaa is trying to get a handle on it i'd like to think institutions are trying to get a handle on it well i i think so jordan addison's such an easy easy example or just kind of thing to go off of because it's been the most extreme case that we've seen of where it's i i, don't, I hate using the word tampering but that's really truly what it Straight felt like tamp that's truly what it felt like five days before the portal closes you get confirmation that they got a $3 million deal waiting for you if you decide to enter the portal before he's entered the portal. What what they do when he's in there and he's officially decided to move on, that that's one thing. But he was happy but that's at Pitt. Straight, that's straight inducement. Exactly. That's straight and, and inducement. That, that goes against everything that right. we were told and what we want NIL to be. Or if that's what you want it to be, then say that. Just admit it. it, it like, not saying that it's right, but just admit it, like know. embrace I, it. I personally am with you guys on that specific element. I, I want to go a little deeper. Okay. I want to look at the aspect of Jordan Addison performed. He on did the freaking absolutely. Field. So 100 catches so last throwing year. all of that out yeah. of what you guys are talking about, which I truly believe as well. I think it's, it's foolishness. I think it's tampering throwing all that aside. This gets back to my, my point of, the man performed exactly. On the deal. Yeah, you. So that money for him or that deal for him, I am okay with. Yeah, you cannot blame Jordan Addison at all. Jordan Addison's not the problem in this situation, in my yeah. opinion. It's the people in charge. Yeah. It's the people in charge that are supposed to be 
not spearheading, but running with this and taking care of it. Now, here's here's my problem with everything with USC. Pittsburgh or Jordan Addison was happy at Pitt. He he, he was not going to leave, despite losing his quarterback, despite losing his offense coordinator. If you're not in the portal five days before it closes, as a guy like Jordan Addison, when you know your market value, you're not leaving. He also had he did have an NIL deal, it was just considerably smaller at Pittsburgh. That's where I, I think it gets messy is when you have a school like USC going in and if you if you have a guy that performs at a place like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh can't compete with no. USC in money. Pittsburgh can't compete with Texas in money. Probably not. And there, it, there could be it's, a big it's, booster. Though, exactly. Would, oh, if, if you're lucky enough to get one big booster, yeah. but how much do they care no, about you're football right. at Pittsburgh? No, I'm not saying you're wrong. You're no, right. I, I, yeah, exactly. And that's where I think this, is, this has gotten the most cloudy is because – Pittsburgh has to just throw up their hands and go, well, crap, we can't do anything well, yeah, about it. We'll, we'll counter, but our offer is going to be 1.2, but that's literally scraping the bottom of the barrel, and we're putting all of our assets into all you. All into that, yeah. And, I, and, and it's like they don't really want to do that, but USC comes rolling up with a $3.5 million deal, a right. house, a car, and you're playing at USC, which obviously still carries some houses. luster. Bingo. Allegedly. Here's what I like, though. You know what I like from this, what I like from what you guys are saying Nick is saying you should have a certain GPA in 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 order to be paid. Strickland is saying you should there should be it should be performance related. Those are yeah. good messages. I mean, those are that's sound. Yeah. I mean, that is sound. Quentin Ewer's situation. Quentin is it Quinn Ewer? Quinn. Quinn. Quinn Ewer's situation is not sound. No. It's sort of offensive to the senses, right? Yeah. He's seventeen. He's eighteen. He's got a million dollars for doing nothing. That's just offensive to the senses. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's Doesn't not the way up. the world should be. I mean, you're paying you're paying millions of dollars for on potential. Now, yeah, somebody's going to say right now on the text line, Sipple, why are you, why are you telling us how the world should be?" Mm-hmm. I, I'm just telling you that situation doesn't feel right. No, it what feels right is to earn money, right? Mm-hmm. And if that's in the class, you got to perform in a classroom, perform on the on the field of play. That feels more like the world should be, right? I just look at the next level. So the next level tells me everything I need to know about how this exactly. level should trickle down to the collegiate level. NFL, you have what they call rookie scale mm-hmm. contracts. NBA, you have what they call rookie scale contracts. The only one that is still probably outlandish is going to be MLB, but you have minor league and so there's a limitation exactly. that they place on a first round guy mm-hmm. as opposed to a second and down. And, and, down and a lot of times in Major League Baseball, they'll also draft below value so that they don't have to spend as much. So like Kansas City Royals last year took a guy that was projected to go in like the second or third round, took him with like a top 10 pick or top 15 pick. I can't remember specifically, rather than taking a guy yeah. like Kumar Rocker that would have cost him the full the full cap, they they drafted under value so that okay. they could save money and draft higher or spend more money in the second round. So there's there's way that te- yeah, yeah. there's ways that teams will adjust it so where they don't have to spend as much. Well, money. The, and the bottom line, I say this is about the fourth time I've said it on our show I'm, with Jake. Usually, the Los Angeles Lakers right now can't decide. Well, you know what? We're going to go get John Morant, mm-hmm. and we're just going to pay him an outlandish. We're going to give him an outlandish number. Take him right now. Yeah. the The structure doesn't allow that. It doesn't allow it. So, but that the structure in the in NCAA in NCAA football allows that right now. Mm-hmm. That if Alabama decided it wanted to come and get, oh, uh, Travis Vokalek. Yeah. They could just come and get Travis Vokalek right now. Mm-hmm. Or think if think if like a guy at 
Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. If somebody wanted to grab him, like USC needed a quarterback. Yep, yeah, we want Desmond Ritter because he's at Go a place him. like Cincinnati. Cincinnati can't compete with USC off the field, but on the field you can. Mm-hmm. And that's where this is supposed to level out, is where you're supposed to be able to get guys, or, or not, I don't want to say get guys because it's not supposed to be inducing to, to come to your school, but let's not be naive and that's part that's of what's it. happening. So you're like NIL, if, if it's done the right way, can actually level the playing field, in my opinion. Ooh, if it's done I the right way. Agree. Oh, if it's done the right if way. If it's done the right Under way. The current not, no, no way. No, no way. way. Because no think way. about it this way. USC last year, or excuse me, Pitt last year could compete with USC on the field. Cincinnati could compete with USC on the field. Teams can compete on the field, and you have the, the, the possibility of an underdog winning any day of the week. That shrinks if Jordan Addison goes to USC and Pitt, Pitt plays USC. Think about it this way. If Alabama, if this was the NFL, Alabama would draft last. They, yeah. They're the Bingo. Or, or I'll say Georgia in this case. Georgia would draft last. Georgia ain't drafting last. No. If Georgia has a if, if Georgia has a hole on its roster, it's going to get somebody with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it's not drafting last. Right? Yeah. You can draft whenever somebody, the hell it wants to. You're exactly. gonna get I mean, somebody on GP SIP and the money. Yeah. So because of the program in yeah. itself. So yeah. like you're saying, you're I just wanted to add to that. You're gonna get that too. Plus, if right. you add the money, that mm-hmm. just Goes extra exactly. Mile. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. Straight. Yeah, it's it's a slippery slope that that they're kind of on. Um, NCAA needs to, to figure out something. Maybe we'll continue this conversation um, in the seven o'clock. Can I throw hour. this out to Absolutely. the Sutter Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five? Is this NIL system as we as it goes right now creating super programs? That's like it's creating super yeah, teams. I want to throw that. that out there. Yeah, that's that's a true. We'll, we'll get to that. that. We'll get to that in the seven o'clock hour. Um, up next, Sean Callahan will join us. Talk Husker football. Coming up next, early break on the ticket. We got Sip, Strick, and uh, Triple Pump coming at you on a Wednesday. <laughs>